Hi, I'm Ron Volano, licensed mental health counselor, certified hypnotherapist, and also an alcohol substance abuse counselor. I own family and personal counseling. We have locations throughout all of New York. We're there to help you. Um, Ron, it seems every time I talk to you, there's a new crisis. COVID, it's not going away. And uh, now there's a, a school shooting. It just seems the world keeps going more and more berserk. With the COVID, I think one of the biggest things that bothers most of the population is they feel there's no answer. There has never been any conclusion. I believe, it seems to me, it's a lot of politics that keeps the balls in the air about COVID. We've had some therapists who who got the COVID recently and they were younger and they were laid out for almost two weeks. So there's a lot going on, you know, and uh, with it, but with the monkey pox, that's going to be for people who need to stay down. This is going to now keep them down. I say you need to really go to your personal doctor and say, what is the true effects of this? And am I subject to getting it? And if I do, how would I be treated? But layered on top of this, Ron, is the safety issue. It seems that with the Texas school shooting, certainly we're just set back on our heels again by the violence. And there was a murder on the subway the other day. Our very bodies, not only from health reasons, but from crime and from the violence seems to be just enveloping us. Oh, it's causing so much depression, anxiety. On some people, it's debilitating. However, they need to watch less news about this, and they need to go about their business and do the best they can. Not only do we have COVID, now the safety concerns are rearing their ugly heads, and there's inflation. The stock market is in in the tank. I just saw that gas was over $7 a gallon in LA and Southern California. We're talking about food shortages now. It all seems to be too much. Are you hearing that from any of your clients? And, and what do you tell them? Yeah, so many patients come in, are worried about many things that you just spoke about. And then you add on the economic part that's thinking right now, wait a minute, I only make X amount of dollars. I have to now think about where I drive to. And I have to be honest, I don't think if it was $4 a gallon or seven for most people that it's it should debilitate where they travel to locally and stuff like that. But I think, again, what they're hearing from everyone, the negativity, and they're hanging around a lot of negative people. So it's not just the news media. It's a lot of people taking stuff from that and then spreading it around. It's making people think they can't live like they used to. Meanwhile, most people that I know and most people that I've seen are still living the way that they normally do live, but they have a major worry, like you're saying, on their mind, can I live this lifestyle going forward? But they've been saying this for many, many, many years. You know, there's always been something coming at them. So this is the new, the new thing on the block is, okay, we have the gas. I think one of the most serious things, though, whatever's going on with the stock market, I think that's affecting a lot of people's spending because they, they don't have it. They had money in the bank. They had money in their 401ks, their pensions. And, and now they see it dwindling down. And I have to be honest, when you're, when you're 60 years old or probably over 55 years old and you see this, you're thinking, you're thinking, I don't have enough time to make it back up again. I think it's going to do what it normally does. And uh, I like what you said, where the ocean goes out and then all of a sudden the waves are coming back in. So I think everything's going to come back strong and kind of come back in a positive way. And that's just not making me feel get not making me want to make people feel good about it. I just think if you watch the trends and patterns of life, 
It's like a normal down and up. It's just what you're listening to, the negativity that you're allowing yourself to be attached to. And I'll give you some tips later on how clever ways to deal with negative people and negative thinking. Also, we always talk about sort of having a a spiritual routine, I guess you could say, where you're going to feel, try to feel good within yourself. You're not always going to succeed, maybe, but you at least get to a place where you're not freaking out and you can get on with your day. I have a few quotes. Now, the quotes can be from the Bible. The quotes could be from Abraham Lincoln. It could be from Mark Twain. Wherever you want, Plato. Wherever you want to get some positive quotes. But get two or three quotes that you memorize and then utilize them in situations where you feel negative or you feel fearful to do something. And put that quote into your mind and then start repeating it. And start to give it over to that. Give that fear, that stress over to that. So spiritually, and a lot of people are very spiritual, they look somewhere else. They look to the, you want to call it a higher power. You want to call it God, universe. But go to some place outside of you that does have more power than you because you really don't control anything that's going on in the day. But you can't allow things to control you. So how do you do that? By giving it away, giving it up, and the things you can't control, let it go. The things you can control, start working on those. So can we control the gas going up? No. And the more we talk about it, and not to use the pun, but the more we fuel the thought. So we're better off not talking about it, right? Yes. You know, so you want to start now replacing that. So Abraham Lincoln said, you can only think one thought at a time, make it a good one. So start choosing your thoughts into your mind, not allowing these random thoughts to just flow into your mind. Start to become your own filter, your own telephone screener. And then when you master that, when you feel something coming in or you watch that person that you know is a negative thinker, a negative talker, even though you love them, then you know as soon as they start speaking, you already have your gates open. They're not allowed into that gate. They're not allowed into your mind those thoughts. They bounce off you. And just like on Star Trek, the shields are up. So you need to discern what thoughts you're going to allow in by knowing the people that you're around and knowing you know who's across from you. Otherwise, if you keep just letting everybody keep talking at you and you're taking this one in and that one in, you're going to be like, again, like a ship in the ocean with no rudder. And you're just going to go all over the place with no direction. You know, I fell into the trap of being overcome by what was happening. And about a year or so ago, I was uh, a griping to a friend of mine and I was going on and on and this is happening and I can't believe that. And she looked at me and she said, but look at this manicure. And it was a gorgeous, it was a gorgeous French manicure. And I said, that is gorgeous. Got us off the subject of my griping. And it just, it was so comical, really. And I was going to say ham-handed, but certainly not with that manicure. She totally redirected where I was coming from. And it made my day. That's wonderful because we call that in, in therapy, reframing. Reframe the statement change it. And one of my phrases is when you choose to change your thoughts, you begin to change your life. And that's in my book, The Zing. However, it's easy to say all these mantras and all these quotes. What most people don't understand is from let go to let God, there's a lot of road in between that. You need to do the work. When I started schooling, you know, I said, yes, I want to be this. And they said, yeah, wonderful. Here's your first day of school. Here's your last day of school. But those are eight years apart. So you have to do, you have to do the work. Most people, not only do they not want to do the work, they don't want to seek out the correct work. We're looking for the fast anything. So there's mm-hmm. more quotes out there, more mantras. But I like what your friend said. They turned yes. it around. I had another friend because on Long Island, we have a lot of potholes on the highways. I don't know why they're still there. Uh, I'm not political, so I have no idea who's not doing it, who's doing it. <laughs> hey, in but, Pennsylvania you know, too, Ron, you should see them. Oh, my goodness. 
They could yeah, swallow I don't know your what car. they're doing over here. And yeah. they're hurting people and, and, you know, with their cars and the yep. tires and the wheels. And one of my friends says they were driving to uh, the doctor's office. They said, yeah, you know, a lot of potholes. But guess what? I'm looking at it like I'm driving on a road. My car's on a road. And I'm going to a place that's going to help me. And I'm able to get there. I'm not going to pay attention to this. I'm going to be thankful that the road isn't wide open, that I can't travel on it. And turn it around to it's allowing me to go from A to B to C. It doesn't negate the fact that the potholes are there. They need to be fixed. But if you dwell on something again, and I know I, I repeat myself, on things you cannot change or you have no control over, you're going to do what the definition of insanity is, doing the same thing over and over, expecting a new result, but getting the same one. When you're ready to move forward in life, when you're ready to stay away from the negativity and the negative people and the negative thoughts, that's when you're going to start to move forward. But honestly, that's a choice that you need to make. So some people thrive off negativity. Some people thrive off chaos. Some people thrive off abuse. That's how they feel. That's how they feel that they're being validated. And our job as therapists is to let them know, no, 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 no. That negativity or that abuse is not, not welcoming. That's not something you want any longer. You know, you want to be loved, not abused to feel loved. So I think in our society, people who watch negative news, listen to these negative people on TV or listen to their friends at work or actually feel like they're being validated because their lives aren't where they are and they have no control over it. So let me redirect my negativity over to now society because I can't change my life at home. But what if you are surrounded at home? What if your spouse, let's say, or your or your good friends are negative or they're going through a negative period? How can you deal with somebody so close who might be so not positive? <laughs> what you want to learn is, and what we teach in my, in my book, The Zing, and we teach in therapy, is become a helper, not a fixer. When you're a helper, this stuff doesn't transfer into you. A helper means that, hey, Pat, you're going through something. I'm here to help you. And you'll say, okay, well, can you do this for me? No, 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 no. You do it, and I'll help you with it. But I'm not going to do it for you. And then you need to understand what the difference between help and fix. Most people want to fix their loved ones, right? Most people, the child comes home, oh, my homework is due, this and that. The parent's sitting at the table doing all the homework. Now, the kid knows what to say to get the mother to do the homework, right? To create fear that they're going to get a D. So if the mother or father allowed them to get the D, all of a sudden you see them start to do their own homework. But until you do that, say with home, if somebody's going through something, see what they're going through and then ask yourself, how could I be a helper, not a fixer? Because if you become a fixer, you become, in, in my book, it's called the battery. You become a battery person. And that's going to have somebody going to start draining you. And when you're drained, how would you be able to help yourself? Never mind help others. So you need to stay fully charged all the time and be a helper. Be there to help people and create good boundaries within yourself. And that's what's going to get you going forward. So if you ever need help, don't look for someone to fix your issue. Look for people or things that are going to help you go forward. And then you won't have to revisit that same issue again.